Hey there, everybody. Tom Funk here with Tom's Trail Tales and the Michigan Trails Report for the week of November 4th, 2022. How's everybody doing today? Been out doing any hiking? Weather's been great. There's, uh, you know, some great opportunities out there, and the fall season is lingering, so take advantage of this weather. Get out and do some hiking. Again, I'm your host, Tom Funk. I'm the author of 50 Hikes in Michigan's Upper Peninsula and 50 Hikes on the North Country Trail. This podcast is brought to you by Gateway to Pitchard Rocks Lodging in Germfask, Michigan, in the middle of nowhere and everywhere at the same time. Consider them for your base camp for your next Upper Peninsula adventure. Centrally located between Escanaba Marquette, the Sioux, and St. Ignace, they are less than an hour from both ends of Pictured Rocks. Check them out at the VRBO website and write this down on the dust in your dashboard. It's VRBO.com slash 980761. And remember, this will be in my Substack, so if you miss something... Uh, head on over to my Substack, and uh, you can look up this information. And again, the music is provided by Adam Main, my friend out of Kalamazoo, the musician. Thank you, Adam, so much for providing this wonderful acoustic music. All right. So you may have remembered, if you were here in our last podcast, that we had taken a pretty big pause and uh, we're back, and I have like 30 different topics I can talk about, and I rotate in some every week, and there's some that are always going to be part of the podcast. And if you remember from, you know, way back when, the most popular part of the podcast was the Trails Report, which will be at the end of the podcast, so keep that in mind. All right, are you ready? Let's get this thing started. All right, the hike of the week. A state park you should visit. The Leelanau State Park is the little finger of uh, Michigan. So if you hold up your right hand and you flip it over and you got the thumb over to your right, and you got the little pinky finger. If you touch the top of the little pinky finger and put a little diamond ring on there, that's kind of like the uh, Leelanau State Park. Right at the very tip is this 1,300-acre uh, park with eight and a half miles of trails. And it's important to note with this, uh, oh, that wasn't a beer can, by the way, that was a can of tea. Um, <laughs> so important to note with Leelanau State Park and some wonderful beaches, the thing is dogs are not allowed on them. So please keep that in mind. The, this place has two units. The tip of the peninsula has a lighthouse and campground. And uh, the other unit is where the majority of the park is has the eight and a half miles of hiking trails, and it's along Cathead Bay, and has a lake called Mud Lake on it. So it is a really cool hike. I've been there. love it there. One of my favorite places in the state of Michigan. The campsites are literally on the beach, Cobblestone Beach. I remember I camped there once. I unzipped my tent. I looked out, and there were loons. I don't know, 50 feet from me maybe? And uh, it's just an incredible park. So you got to check out Leelanau State Park. All right, let's see. Hey, hiker trash. 
We mentioned Joan Young last week on her quest for hiking the entire North Country Trail. She started last fall. Um, she is uh, uh, still in Wisconsin, but by this time next week, Joan will have made some significant progress, and she will be in the Upper Peninsula barring some uh, you know, injury or something. So um, keep that in mind. She is uh, blogging uh, pretty much every day, and it's My Quality Day blogspot.com. She also posts on um, a lot of the North Country Trail Facebook pages. And very soon, when she hits Michigan, you'll be seeing her posts on the Michigan Hiking and Backpacking page and the Hiking Michigan Upper Peninsula page. So um, she uh, is one heck of a person. And go, Joan. Would you like to recognize anybody? Visit my Patreon account for more information. Make a donation. Tell me who you want me to recognize, and uh, we'll get them on the air. Tell me all about their accomplishments. All right. Uh, and a segment we have is Recipe of the Week, and I encourage you guys to uh, you know put something in the comments, send me a message in one of my uh, various emails, Facebooks, whatever, and give me some ideas for Recipes of the Week. Because I'm a very boring backpack a cook. Um, I will mention that uh, I keep it simple. My dinners are usually macaroni and cheese. Uh, my breakfast is usually oatmeal and coffee and hot chocolate. Uh, my lunches are typically pita and uh, summer sausage and some cheese. And that's pretty much what I eat. I, I don't have much variety. It's pretty boring. So I need your help. Please, please send me some ideas. All right, trail conditions. Well, we are kind of in that wonky time of year where fall is still lingering and winter really hasn't started. Uh, currently, no snow to report of. Um, uh, North Country trail users, uh, keep in mind uh, here very shortly, some segments of the trail will be closed during firearm uh, hunting season. One segment that is quite popular is uh, in the Middleville area, southern lower Michigan. Uh, part of the and it's part of the Thornapple Trail, and they close it for firearm uh, deer season. Please keep this in mind that uh, um, some of these properties that are privately owned, like the land conservancies, they will also allow hunting, and then they uh, uh, pretty much uh, close it to hiking. So. Um, although my recommendation is to take a pause in hiking and give the hunters their 15 days so they can uh, um, do their hunting um, without having to worry about hikers. Uh, if you do hike, call ahead or at least research if the property allows hunting or not. And of course, always wear hunter orange uh, from October 1st to the end of March. All right, so uh, not much going on with uh, trail conditions. Once the snow starts flying, um, we will talk a little bit about snowmobile trails. Yeah, I know that uh, most of you guys are, uh, um, you know, not motorized, but, uh, um, you know, I believe our sponsor has <laughs> snowmobilers that stay there, so uh, we will mention snowmobile trails. All right, so um, a segment that uh, I do every once in a while is called don't do this. And it's basically a tragedy. Um, something awful has happened, and it's a life lesson that we can learn from. And this one, uh, usually they come from out west or different parts of the United States. This one actually happened uh, in the Upper Peninsula. Uh, there was a tragic accident on US 2, or no, actually M28, um, the Sini Stretch, uh, when a, a car. 
and it had a kayak rack and a kayak on the rack. Um, this kayak became dislodged and flew into the window of an oncoming vehicle, killing the driver. Uh, it was reported that the rack became loose, then the kayak became loose and flew out like a missile at the passing vehicle. Um, this uh, kayak did not have a bow or stern uh, strap on it. And what's that? Well, a lot of people, you know, they'll, they'll lash the kayak down or the canoe down around the middle, and and that's it. Well, you know, if that kayak uh, goes forward suddenly or backward suddenly, it'll slip right out of those uh, straps. So having a rope attached to the bow or the stern will at least keep it near the vehicle. Um, and uh, you know, thing is, I I I'm constantly mocked. Um, for putting a bow or a stern, or actually both bow and stern straps on my kayaks and canoes when I travel. Um, you know, if the driver of the offending vehicle had these employed, you know, probably the worst thing could have happened is that he would have to buy a new kayak. So uh, the bow and stern strap keep it from uh, uh, flying like a missile. Um, it's not guaranteed by any means, but please, if you're traveling with a canoe or kayak on the roof of your vehicle, strap it down. These things are like $10. It ain't going to kill you. It takes two minutes to, to, to strap a bow and uh, stern down. So please, please take that precaution. Um, and hopefully we can avoid an accident like that uh, in the future. Speaking of bow and stern lines, I use Malone racks and accessories. This is not an advertiser. They didn't pay me to say this, but they Malone is awesome. M-A-L-O-N-E. You're like, huh? Never heard of it. Um, well, I love Malone because they're designed to be interchangeable between different makes and models of vehicles. Uh, plus, they're about 10% of the cost of <coughs> Yakima and uh, <coughs> Thule. Um, you know, so if you want to play Keep Up With The Joneses, well, by all means, it's your money. A lot of times, these Thule's and uh, Yakima's, oops, sorry, I didn't cough when I say that, um, uh, they're not interchangeable between vehicles. And when I was running my outfitting company, we would just move these racks between vehicles. They are awesome. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm telling you as a former outfitter, these Malones served me quite well. And if anybody knows anybody that works for Malone, uh, tell them to go to my Patreon and <laughs> I'll make them a sponsor in a future podcast. All right, skills test. Well, we might as well keep the topic going on watercraft. Have you ever taken an American Canoe Association skills course? They exist for recreational kayaks, uh, and uh, they also uh, ocean kayaks and canoes. So these classes are out there. So if you ever see the opportunity to take a course, I highly recommend them. I will never forget my kayak course. The instructor put me in a, a nine-foot-long dagger, which is a very tight-fitting uh, kayak, mind you, the, um, the lip came right up to my, uh, my svelte, uh, you know, body. <clears throat> and, uh, so I'm, I'm in there, I'm in this thing tight, right? And so, uh, he asked me if I had any concerns and, uh, uh, I commented, you know, if I flip over, I'm never getting out of this thing. I'm going to die. So what does he do? Yeah, he flips me over and I came right out of the thing. And upon coming up to the surface... He says something to the effect of, well, any more concerns? And I'm like, you know what? Water? It's a great lubricant. So he has me get back in the kayak, and what's he do? 
He does it six more times to the point where I was very comfortable with being flipped upside down and doing what is known as a uh, wet exit. So uh, they teach you how to do wet exits. They teach you how to enter the kayak uh, uh, from you know when you're out in the middle of the, out in the middle of the water, how to get in and out properly, how, and all these cool uh, strokes and paddles. So um, my instructor was Scott Fraser. He is an awesome dude. I think he's somewhere between New York and Georgia right now, and uh, he's uh, he's a uh, professional uh, kayak instructor. So um, thanks, Scott, for teaching me how to use a kayak properly. Okay, um, I on my uh, YouTube channel I posted a web tutorial on poison ivy, poison sumac, and poison oak. And I put them out there on the various uh, Facebook pages, uh, Michigan Hiking and Backpacking, uh, West Michigan Hiking and Backpacking, Hiking uh, Michigan's Upper Peninsula, and uh, Northern Michigan Hiking and Backpacking. Um, some uh, new uh, pages and podcasts and blogs out there. A uh, gentleman out there by uh, name of John Bailey, he has a Facebook page called Michigan Hikers. Uh, he has a blog called Michigan Trailways, and he's got this cool little podcast, uh, Michigan Pathways, on Spotify. So he's just getting underway. Um, hop on over, check him out, and on his most recent podcast, he gives some cool ideas on hiking in the fall. So, uh, you know, let's give each other some love out there. Check out these various pages and podcasts, and let's support each other in the hiking community. Trail calendar, uh, Michigan hiking and backpacking group hike led by Bunny McMuffin. It's going to be on November 13th at the Pontiac Lake Equestrian Trailhead. You have to go to the Michigan hiking and backpacking group page to register. Uh, check out the time. I believe it's 11 a.m. Uh, and uh, it's a, and she's a wonderful guide. She has been leading these for several years now. Northern uh, Michigan hiking, backpacking, kayaking on Saturday, November 12th through the 14th. There is a high country pathway backpacking trip. All right, that sounds pretty cool. Also on the same page, uh, Friday, December 2nd through the 6th, there is a four-day Pigeon River Country State Forest winter camp. So check those out. Uh, also, check out these Facebook pages for their events. Uh, if you have an event, if you want to lead a hike, I think these groups pretty much will let you do it. Just put the information in there and actually uh, show up and do the hike. All right, so let's see. Um, hot topic. Hot topic is kind of an editorial sometimes. This is, you know, where I pontificate about some issue. Um, what uh, I'm going to pontificate about uh, today is uh, I did a program back in 2017 for the Quiet Water Symposium, and it was uh, entitled uh, Michigan Endangered Trails. And what I did is uh, presented a bunch of trails that uh, um, I considered endangered or threatened or there was a special concern about it based on use or you know things that were going wrong or whatever. And so I did this program for them, and then I just did an update, and I posted that uh, program on uh, my YouTube uh, channel. So check that out. Um, you know, for example, I had Porcupine Mountains uh, as an endangered trail, and that's because it was uh, pretty chaotic in there. Uh, there was a lot of people squatting in the woods, uh, overcrowded campsites. 
The state of Michigan went to a permit system where you had to do it in advance and online. They limited one group per campsite and maximum of six people. So this trail went from from endangered down to special concern. So uh, things seem to be under control there at uh, Porcupine Mountain. So go on over there, check out the other trails. Uh, you know, and before you do, maybe write down four or five of them that you think are endangered or threatened. And if you don't see one on there that you think is, let me know. And uh, we'll see if I can uh, do a little research and get them on the list and tell you a little bit more about them. All right. Let's see, where's Adam there? Here we go. Yeah, when you hear the music again, it means the trail report's coming up. Or excuse me, the permit report, the permit report is coming up. So, permit report. I should get a sponsor just for this segment of the, the show. That'd be kind of cool, you know. What's this can of tea over here? Yeah, brought to you by, you know, say Lipton tea or something like that. That'd be kind of nice. But anyways, let's move on. Permit report. Pictured Rocks Reservation System opens January 1st for the 2023 season. Grand Island Reservations opens November 26th. Uh, Craig Lake Backcountry Sites are by reservation only starting in 2023. You can't just show up. So now you know you're ahead of the game. You're If anybody listening to this just heard that, you know more about this than the vast majority of other hikers because this is something I, you know, I kind of stumbled upon. Uh, last week I misspoke and said you can make reservations for Porcupine Mountain backcountry sites uh, all the way through October next year. Well, actually, I misspoke. You can only make reservations for state park stuff up to six months in advance. So um, right now through April, and I don't even think you can make a reservation on the system through April because they're under six feet of snow. So, well, I mean, you could go snowshoeing, I guess, and camp in the snow, but I don't think they're taking them um, until, like, uh, probably late April or early May. And keep in mind, Tequamina Fall State Park backcountry cannot be made online, but in person. But rumor is, again, you can call ahead make arrangements. Weather forecast. Still above average. It's beautiful out. A couple days of rain here and there. Um, looks like a possibility of snow uh, from Marquette uh, coming up uh, maybe uh, not this weekend but next. And for our Grand Rapids peeps, you know, still above normal temps as well. Get out and hike. There's still a lot to see. It's beautiful out. The beautiful thing about hiking in the fall after the leaves fall is you can see through the forest. And it's easy to walk through the forest. And that's kind of one of the reasons, like, after the leaves fall but before the snow flies it, you can you can see through the woods. And as a wildlife biologist, when I'd go visit my properties I was managing, man, I'm telling you what. Um, middle of winter when everything was frozen and between the leaf off and hunting season were like the two best times of year to go exploring because I could see uh, all, uh, very well through these habitats. All right, big announcement. I will be home in December, and I am looking possibly to do a group hike and a presentation, so stay tuned. I hope to have that all figured out by next week. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to come home, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing a lot of you. And if maybe you're holding on to an unsigned copy of one of my books, it would be a great time to come visit and get me to sign it. 
All right, thanks again to our sponsor, Gateway to Pitchered Rocks, up in Germfask. And again, if you're interested in sponsoring a show, check out my Patreon account. Um, and, uh, you know, the Tom's Trail Tales, check it out. And we'll see if we can uh, get you to support what's going on. And I always like to end the show with a quote. An unexamined life is not worth living. And that's by my good old pal Socrates. Alright, thanks for joining us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Tom's Trail Tales, which covers the Great Lakes. Tom's Worldly Adventures, which covers the rest of the planet. I'm also on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Tom's Worldly Adventures. Substack, I'm at thomasfunk.substack.com, and there is a, uh, a thread of all my transcripts for my podcast there. If you're on all trails, look me up, Thomas Funk. My Patreon account is patreon.com slash tomfunk, and that's funk with an E. All right, thanks a lot, you guys. Thanks to Adam Main for the music. Send me a message, send me a question, be happy to answer it for you at any of my social media. Thanks again for joining me. This is Tom Funk, and we'll see you out on the trail.